It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. If there's a challenge, What's going on, everybody? We are live from the South Point Equestrian Center here at the U.S. Open. Side by side with my mainest man, Willie Saylor, a.k.a. Willie Smalls is here. And you know when CP and Smalls are side by side in the same room, it's got to be a special occasion. And this is no different. We're at the U.S. Open. What's up, Willie? Uh, good to be here, Christian. We're yeah. going to ride some ponies in the equestrian center? No, but there is a distinct smell of equestrian when you go down the stairs. I had to go and get <laughs> something out of uh, a trailer. Um guy helped me out got us a cable we needed for this show uh and yeah chris mullen let's call him by name his name is chris mullen chris and he's mullen? a big fuzzy animal chris mullen isn't he a left-handed small forward for the golden state Warriors? mullen m-o-e-n thanks well anyways yes they do keep horses here but we're getting ready for the four-day extravaganza i like it here right, let's let's uh be clear about this the u.s open was in the same venue for 24 years, and it is now in a new arena, South Point, in um, in Vegas. Yes, indeed. It's it's. Uh, I'm excited to see how it goes. We got we're in a couple different rooms here. Going to be spread out a little bit. We'll kind of get the lay of the land. But the main room uh, looks really cool. It's like a little bowl. Yeah. You and, know. And one of the things with the U.S. Open in the past years, it's like you're just in this huge warehouse thing. So they had to. Right, like an airplane hangar. Right. This is actually like a, an arena. Um, and we're right in the thick of things um, with people setting up here. So if you hear some country music in the background or banging around or people discussing running wires or something. Uh, and I have a concern I'd like to bring up. There is a saloon not 20 feet from Willie Saylor. Love this, it. This could be a recipe for disaster. Um, Willie could get lost in there. He may never I might come have out. to take a couple personal hours this yeah, week yeah, during so the course of so Although, you know what? I got, we got a good one in. We got a good workout in today, me and Christian did. We did. Scrapping it around. Good, it was our, actually the first time we've ever scrapped. Yeah. We never have. I've wrestled. I guess I've only wrestled Beta. I've never wrestled Bracky or Holmes. Or, I've rolled around a little bit with um, Barber one time. So, yeah. But it was good. It was fun. You're a fun guy to drill with. You get, <laughs> you get tired like me, so it's nice. But, um, yeah. Um, so, 
before we get into the breakdown, there's been a lot of developments with the Open, the both the junior and and, and the seniors. Um, but before we get into that, a couple like breaking news things the past couple days uh, in the NCAA. So uh, Christian, hit us uh, hit us off with the uh, lead us off with the yeah, Missouri development. Two two big time transfers in my opinion. Two instant impact guys. One is already a very proven commodity. Blaze Butler transferring. Uh, and, and I don't know, it's some, people were saying, is this a transfer because he graduated from UVA? I don't know. I'm not going to get into the technical. Whatever it is, he's switching schools. He's going to rest for different schools. Well, he's a graduate, he's right? A, he's a graduate. I mean, uh, Obi Blanc did this. We've seen it before. Scott Moore did it. Or was it Scott or was it which one? Doesn't matter. It happens. Guys graduate and they have a year left. And um, Blaze is going to go to Missouri. And um, there, there's a lot of pools there. And you, you can read my article about it. His brother will be there next year. Coach Clemson was there with yeah. him at UVA. So, and then also I think I think the clear thing was that Blaze was not disappointed in Virginia. No. He loved his time at Virginia, but he's going to a, a graduate program. His brother's going there. The dream f- for him to be in the same room as his brother. So hats off to him. That's a good move. But, you know, interestingly enough, um, Missouri has a couple needs for next year, and they're addressing them with transfers. I mean, the, the, yeah. there's going to be a shot in the arm for the Tigers with him and with Grant Leith, who's going uh, back home to his home state of Missouri at 149-ish, maybe 141, 49 I don't know. confirmed because, um, and everyone thought, and I think this was the plan even for, for Missouri, next year, poor LeVon Mays is finally going to move up. The guy's big as a barn at 41, but he's not going to go up because he couldn't beat out Hattershell, obviously, so he had to go down. Um, but he's going to stay down at 41. He feels like that's his, his best shot at a title. And and to be honest, if, if Rutherford goes up, he might be the favorite at, at 41. So yeah. they're looking at a really salty lineup again. Barlow McGee, uh, it sounds like Jaden Clayton might get the nod as a true freshman at 33 there. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you got Mays, Leith, LaValle, Daniel Lewis, Blaze Butler, Miklas, and Jaden Cox. And then uh, I don't know what the solution at heavyweight is going to be there. But yeah, Missouri is going to be tough. Yeah. And um, these transfers are going to absolutely help them, and it's a pretty big story. But also, interestingly, um, this piece of news kind of reminds me there hasn't been much news. No, what, it's been a on? really slow time of year for transfers, coaching changes, um, any personnel changes in, in the Division One landscape. Um, it's been oddly slow, Christian. Oddly slow, and it's uh, – I, I don't know if it's a good thing. I feel like turnover – you, you need turnover, right? I mean, we, we had it. I mean, last year was crazy. Last year, not only were guys, oh, yeah. not only were guys getting canned, which is which is healthy. It's healthy for for coaches to lose their jobs. But you know, Rob Eider stepped down at Penn, and now he's at Maryland. So there it was a lot going on last yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's you know, not to beat a dead horse, but there's there's guys that don't do much with their programs, and for the administration at these at these schools. Uh, to not pull the trigger and make changes is apathetic. They don't. They don't care about uh, the health of their program. And they don't care about the potential of the program. So yeah. Uh, but that's that. And uh, now we will get. Oh, one other thing. A big thing. Uh, AJ Shop to South Dakota State. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he and, and Port are both going to be good guys to have in the room now. Yeah. For a coach. And South Dakota State. You've got. You know, Bono's still in there rolling. Right. Or Bono. 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 Sorry, I'm thinking you two here. Chris Bono, the head coach, you know he's still able to go out there and scrap. They got John Reeder. Now they got AJ Shop. So you kind of got the lightweight. Um, Bono sure can go with the middleweights. And then 
reader can probably go from you know 74 up to 97. I'm available if they need like a heavyweight coach. Um, but uh, you know that's for Bona to uh, that's for Bona to decide. Willie going to be the heavyweight coach? Interesting. You wrestled like 103 all four years of high school. I know, but I, I've been I've been studying the upper weights. Okay, interesting. Um, okay, now we move on to the U.S. Open and the development here. Uh, this is the danger. I did a preview uh, that came out yesterday for the juniors, um, and that's the danger of of doing the previews earlier. Late surge, we always see it though, late surge in uh, Fila Jr.'s uh, entries, including Aaron Pico and, and a slew of Penn State guys. Um, Christian, you're kind of interested, and you want the discussion of why is Aaron Pico wrestling juniors, not seniors? I don't get it, personally. Um, certainly he's young enough, and he, ha he has the, the right to. I'm not, you know, I don't... Not like upset about it, but I don't get it when everything has been, you know, he's been wrestling all these senior matches. He's um, beaten senior world champions. He's competing in senior tournaments, but then domestically to compete juniors and, and wrestle in a field, it's been established. He's he's better than Zane Rutherford. It's a what what are we get? Because here's the thing. Here's uh, let me figure what I, I thought was going to happen. Test the waters here, U.S. Open seniors. Maybe you do awesome. Maybe you win it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe you get beat a little bit. You play sixth, seventh, eighth. Not that that would be bad. Very admirable considering this field. So, but you, it's a measuring stick. You see where you are. Mm -hmm. the and then come Madison, you, let's make a junior world team and win a junior world match. Right, right. And, uh, I mean, does he really – is it really imperative for him to avoid the mini tournament in Madison? I mean, that's going to be a cakewalk for him, especially, you know, Zane wins here, Zane's sitting in the finals. He's going to walk to the finals. Okay, so everything you're saying um, is of, uh, they're valid points. However, it's the only kind of points I make. <laughs> okay, so say if say if Zane did wrestle in the uh, uh, Aaron did wrestle in the seniors. Uh-huh. We wouldn't we wouldn't really think a second about it. Um However, maybe, I mean, so what that he's not? I mean, it's logical that he does wrestle in seniors, but if he doesn't, so what? That's your point, so what? Yeah. I thought, I thought we were going to get somewhere here. I thought you might have something. I'm just, this is a guy who since his freshman year in high school, sophomore, has been, he's had senior level goals and aspirations. Right. And he wants to make the Olympic team next year. Uh, you know, at some point you got to start measuring yourself against our, our guys. <laughs> yeah, and listen, and when he does wrestle uh, juniors, then then people say, well, it isn't, shouldn't it be time he measures himself against seniors? He's been doing it for a year now. Doing what for a year? Uh, or six months, measuring himself against seniors. Right, but uh, our seniors, he hasn't wrestled, what, he's wrestled... He's wrestled a lot of tournament seniors level. Who? He wrestled... Overseas. Yeah, but he's got to make the team. Don't you want to? Don't you want to know? Don't you want? All right. There's a learning curve, uh, both internationally. There's a learning curve domestically at the senior level, and I, I think he's depriving himself of mm. those experiences. A absolutely. I mean, it's far be it from me. I'm not a coach, but that's just the. Way I don't know. I in the in the arc of Aaron Pico's career, like maybe 
maybe it would be beneficial to wrestle Metcalf and Steber and Molinero and Jordan. Oliver right. Maybe it would. Maybe it wouldn't be beneficial. But maybe it also be beneficial to not wrestle him right now. Yeah. If he's not. If he's not ready, maybe he's not ready. Uh, and maybe the maybe the Olympics is a, is an unrealistic pipe dream for him right now. And fr- hey, maybe there's nothing wrong. Maybe with they that. don't want. Maybe they don't want to give the other guys looks at him till next year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. He. I'm. I'm, I'm not saying that is it. I'm saying that's a possibility, right? I, I guess, but I. I can't imagine that's. I, I, I just I don't have any issue with I it whatsoever. I think he's the one that needs the looks against these guys, not the other way around. That's my personal opinion. They've Brent Metcalf and Jimmy Kennedy and and all these guys, Jordan Oliver. They've been in. They, they've experienced that. It's him that needs to wrestle. Um, I, I don't know. Far be it from me. I'll, I'll say it again. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like I'm deferring to their camp. They've been doing things right, and I mean, if they have a plan, they have a plan. And, and I, I'm not disappointed. I mean, I, I disappoint a little bit that I don't get to see it, but that's a selfish yeah. f- uh, perspective oh, my, from a from My motivations are, are selfish here too. I want to see it. I've been wondering about it for since last year when he won juniors. I was I've been curious, um, but uh, now. You know, I guess we're we're not gonna see it until next year, and then that's now. Here's the thing: last year, twenty or not last cycle, last Olympics, there was no U.S. Open. Right. Are is he just gonna throw, you know, all his chips in the in the world team trial? Of course he is. So that's I mean, the that's, only that's, tournament. Uh, it's very apparent now that that's exactly what he's doing. And yeah, that that to me, I mean, the idea that wrestling at this tournament. In, well, here's the thing. The idea of wrestling this tournament in May is going to give the other competition this wealth of information about him when he's not going to wrestle them again potentially until next. Well, okay, but what if April. what if his camp thinks that that's the right move? Okay, well, obviously they think it's the right move because that's what they're doing. Okay, I, so I, then you go I, argue I with Valentin and you argue with Brandon Slay. No, I'm looking for the why. I'm just looking for the why. I'm just curious. Why was he in the precedes? Maybe they change their mind. So, I don't yeah, I, I'm just curious. No one owes me an answer. I'm just, I, I find it curious. And I Listen, think as fans, we all want to see him compete against the seniors. They have other ideas, and they feel what's best for Aaron is to go this route. And But guess what? On the other side of the coin, I want to see Anthony Valencia in this 74-kilo junior bracket, not the seniors. Right. So I'm just, I just want to be able to put guys exactly where so I want. So why don't you just tell everybody what they should yeah, do? Yeah, I think, I think I should just have that. Okay, point. so including Pico coming down to juniors, there's other big, big names to enter the junior field. And Christian, we were talking yesterday, or maybe this morning. Time is odd out here. Yeah. With the we we were uh, we were uh, watching basketball game last night <laughs> and we thought we we learned, in our minds it was like 12 30 1 in the morning and it was like we looked at our our phones we're like i'm like willie it's 7 30 when possibly <laughs> can this houston rockets game start are they gonna start it at one in the morning and <laughs> christian's like well it's it's six on, on my phone it says it's 6 p.m <laughs> we were we were so we were way out of it the time zones but go ahead but uh you were talking about it at some point in the past 24 hours, how you are looking forward to some of the juniors as much or more than some of the seniors. Um, and then we get an influx of 
additional junior entries. If you saw my preview, um, there's guys that aren't in there because they weren't registered at the time, so I couldn't put in there. And then in the bottom, uh, beneath each weight class capsule, I put in guys who are not here who we might see in Madison for the trials. And some of those guys I listed uh, did, in fact, sign up for this, including... Austin Gomez at 110 pounds, uh, yeah. number one kid in the country at 113 pounds high school, and a former Cadet World team member. Devin Brown, another Cadet World team member, uh, he is at 110 as well. Um, and frankly, we needed that. There was a couple instances in that preview where I said um, that we, you know, we need more. We need more talent. Like, you know, you you need to really decide who wins us, and especially at the first and last weights. Um, so Austin Gomez and Devin Brown uh, boosting boosting the, the pool there at 110 pounds. And then Christian at 121. Uh, Barlow McGee, a guy that you put in your red shirt report, mm-hmm. along with Dayton Fix and Ethan Lezak. Uh, really excited to see Barlow. Um, I, I think he's going to do well for, for Missouri next year. 121 is going to be a great weight. There's a lot of good guys. Fix, Michich, uh, how, how well can Fix do in this bracket? Um, a high school, what, junior, going to be a senior? No, he's a sophomore, going to Soph- be a junior. A high school sophomore, going to be a junior, mm-hmm. going against guys that have been in the college room for a year. Can he go with the Bressers? Can he go with, um, you know, Barlow? Can he hang with, with Michich? I, I think from where I sit, I think Dayton Fix can go with anybody um, that's in the field. Um and I think the the only one that's a little bit maybe more sophisticated and savvy is is Misik. Really? Um, you don't you think he's a little small? I mean, he's fine size, but some of these guys are true twenty five pounders. Don't you, do you yeah. think the, the or or should I say the physicality is that going to be that'll be an adjustment, right? I, I don't think so. Dang. I don't well. think. I mean, with with who you look at these guys, the guys that are in here: Anthony Bosco, Austin Assad, Ian Parker, Jack Mueller, Ronnie Bresser, Misik. Hellickson and Clump, okay, and then you add in Barlow McGee, and I would say that the only ones that are going to be bigger and physical are McGee and, and Missick. Yeah. A Bresser. Bresser's undersized. Bresser's undersized, and but and Bresser doesn't wrestle a physical style. He wrestles right. a crafty style, yeah. same kind of style that that Fix does wrestle. So I think he's going to be fine, and 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 uh, you know guys like Assad and and Mueller. Um, I think I think he's probably right there or above anyway. You know what's crazy? You know what just kind of came to my mind? We're talking about how it's nuts. Dayton Fix, high school sophomore, rising junior, getting to wrestle uh, at UWW Juniors. Logan Stiebler was wrestling in the senior U.S. Open at, like, this stage in his career. And he, like, darn near made the finals. That was when he had that crazy well, match with Cade, Escobedo. Cade Brock wrestled uh, in the Open last year as a junior well, in high school. Well, right, but... He wasn't making the semis and like one second away from the finals. No, like, oh, he was also twenty. <laughs> who? Logan was old for his grade. He won twenty as a sophomore rising junior, whatever it was. No, he was freaking young. Maybe not. He, he was, I mean, he did go on and win a silver in the junior worlds. A couple years later. Was that uh, a couple years after? Yeah, that? yeah. He was in college at that point in time. So. That's that's my point. As crazy as we think it is, fix going against these guys. Okay, well, Steber was going against the seniors and like almost beating them. Well, Pico would be a high school junior. Yeah, but he's nineteen also. Speaking, if you're no, he's not. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Nope, he'll be nineteen in like October. Okay, but anyway, 
But anyway. that that are the additions at one ten and one twenty one. At one thirty two, you you got Misik. Yes. Winning. I, I mean, I did too. He lo he lost last year in the finals to Tomasello. Um, Who's going senior? Can't wait to watch that. Yeah. Um, so Cade Brock last year wrestled at the senior division as a junior in high school. This year, he's in the junior division at 132, a late entry along with uh, Mitchell McKee, Mason Pengilly, Colton McChrystal, and Josh Albert. Interesting. I say that because, man, I'll never forget because I got to call this match. Brock McKee at Fargo last year. Oh, yeah, that was cra crazy. It was, I mean, I'm going to say it. It was, it was kind of a meltdown. Like, Brock was Oh, he looked know. incredible. And then one trap arm got – well, it wasn't really a meltdown. It's like if a guy gets a trap arm, you're kind of – you're screwed in a lot yeah. of guys. And Mitchell McKee – and that's another thing with McKee. You can never count him out. But, man, Brock, just one of my favorite guys to watch. And then I know one guy that – okay, so the rest of the field, those were the late entries. The rest of the field at 60 kilograms uh, include Gary Wayne Harding, Chase Zemanak, Justin Patrick, Kenan Storr. Lincoln Olson, Nick Lee, who's also just a sophomore in high school, and uh, a guy I know you are interested to see here, Luke Pletcher. Mm, very interesting. I've I've been wanting to see Pletcher Brock for a while. I just think this kind of like uh, we want to see Piccinini Brock. I want to see Pletcher Brock. I want to see, um, you know, you've got Brock wide open style. Mm -hmm. Pletcher's at home. More at so home. So fundamental. Uh, I think. If, I think they're both even, yet at the same time, I could see it getting out of hand one way or the other. You know what I mean? It's like the, the problem is just going to perpetuate itself. Well, Luke, and then you compared Luke kind of to Sean Russell in uh, that Sean Russell didn't have a whole heck of a lot of freestyle experience before he came here last year or, and, and, or came to Fargo. Um, so how do you assess some of these guys that – haven't had a whole heck of a lot of freestyle background, and then they come in and to these big events. I think that Luke will be just fine. I wrote that in my preview. Um, you know, the obvious question is how will he be in parterre? Yeah, and that's the thing. If his parterre defense is solid, and uh, I, I think the way he attacks the legs, I don't. He's a good finisher. I don't see him giving up um, exposure there, and that's those are the main areas. Um, that you can see um, that kind of coming up to bite somebody. So, so who do you like at 32 uh, at uh, 60 kilograms? This is this is so tough. I um, had Brock over Pletcher. Um, does McKee's – how much does McKee factor in now? McKee is very much – like I give him a bump when it comes to freestyle. Uh, he's just a great freestyle. He works he's with so Brand part Brandon Paulson and his, he's, he's very good on top. See the favorite. No, I wouldn't say so. Why is he not the favorite? He beat your champion in freestyle. Um, right. Well, like, didn't we just revisit that? He he got a takedown and gutted him three times in the last twenty seconds. Yeah, I, I'm just saying he beat your. Uh, I you were you were quite dismissive of of McKee being the favorite. I I'm not sure if I mean someone by seven points. You would you would. You would have McKee the favorite over Brock and Pletcher? I'm not saying that. But I just I just would like a pause. I would like some hesitation. I mean would you take him. would you take would you take here's the X factor to me is Gary Wayne Harding, who's been through a year of college. Uh, I mean, do you think he gets a bump? 
I mean, certainly it's going to help. Uh, I I just think Brock's a little more talented. Fletcher, McKee, a little more talented. Now, one thing we didn't discuss, a guy whose name we didn't mention was Joey McKenna. Could be here for Madison. He's uh, wrestling up at seniors. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. If Joey goes. Oh, junior, if Joey goes. Oh. If Joey goes sixty at Madison, right? Yeah, yeah but you know what? The, the cut is super tough for Joey. It my, is. is my but opinion. here's the thing: Joey is good and disciplined in his weight cut. Okay. It's tough for him, but he he'll make it. He'll make it. All right. Well, yeah. This is. Whoever wins this is a placeholder for McKenna, in my opinion. Well, that's what makes this so big, right? Because you, if they win, then they sit in the finals, and McKenna has to go through the Not that it's... Make way. And, yeah. Right. Right. So, but you, you know what? We were talking about this, too, and this is an interesting point, both here and in Madison. Now, tell me how much sense this makes. I don't want to... I'm not bashing USA Wrestling. <laughs> but geez. I don't get this. Every international tournament, you weigh in the night before, you wrestle the next day. Both here and at Madison, you weigh in the night before, you wrestle a couple matches the next day, and you don't wrestle the finals until two days later, after you weighed in. It's not like any other competition in the world. So, I don't quite understand that. I honestly had no idea they didn't weigh in every day. I'm pretty, really, I'm pretty sure they do. No. I, no. I think they weigh in every day. I think you're wrong. Uh, but I, I if it's wrong. true, and I don't think it is, um, then, yeah, it's a huge problem because these are going to select I'm telling you. our world team reps. Get ask, you should just and ask, and ask, I mean, ask. hey, that's, a, that's, the, that's the protocol. That's what's going on in the seniors, too. Not just juniors, seniors. I know. That's a problem. I, I still well, think that's the way they're doing it. I'm telling you. All right, up to 63 kilograms. Uh, Matt Kolodzik, I think, is your leader there with um, Sean Cannon, Tristan Moran, Will Cole, Mike Magaldo. Uh, Tristan Moran twice, I guess he's, he's really good because I put really him in there twice. Zalen Store. And then who, let's see, who was added. No, no significant uh, additions. Kolodzik looks like there. a favorite. Kolodzik won it. No, Kolodzik. Made the finals here last year. Lost to Zane Richards. Lost to Richards. That, that was at a non sanctioned weight, I believe. Um, I was at 60. I was at 60? Yeah. So that's why there's a, there's not a lot of people at 63 kilograms because there's a non-sanctioned weight, a non-world weight. But interesting addition at 145, actually, uh, this whole weight got shaken up because we obviously talked about Pico. Zane registered late. All the Penn State guys registered in the last couple days, last uh, 24 hours. And then your boy, Baby J, Alfred Bannister from Maryland, he also registered. Yep. So uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I've ever watched uh, Bannister wrestle freestyle. Obviously, he's a guy I like a lot. Um, and I don't know where he fits in here. Super hard to score on. Uh, is he going to pull the trigger enough? He could. Uh, he's an X Factor here, but it just seems like Zane and Pico are just on right. a different plane as it pertains to freestyle. They're, they're so excellent there. So um, that's going to be an interesting way, but really. It, the final seems all but a formality. Yeah, and maybe, maybe that's a thing too, right? Maybe Pico didn't want somebody sitting in the finals. Right, but but my whole point with that is, what does he care about wrestling in three matches in a mini tournament? I don't know. I'm just saying it's another thing. Alright, whatever, dude. Okay, on the 74, and 74 is a whole like show into it. And 
I of wish, itself. I wish they would itself. just do that tomorrow so we could just watch it. Just right. like, so, uh, set it apart. This is a ridiculous. Initially, part. you had a monster weight class with uh, Logan Massa, Mark Hall, Chance Marsteller, JoJo Smith, John J. Chavez, and that is an amazingly awesome bracket. And consider that Anthony Valencia is wrestling in seniors, so so he's not involved in this bracket either. Um, and he could be. So that that's a great bracket. However. We've just gotten in more entries that includes Fox Baldwin, uh, Garrett Hammond, Daniel Lewis, Jason North. Is, yeah. And I forget who I was talking with on Twitter. And I, I was saying basically, Nolf, you know, I don't know how long he's going to hold 57. And this seems to indicate to me um, he might wind up at 65 at some point. Well, I don't know. Why? I, I mean, that's just what I've heard. That's just what I've heard. Uh, won't be at 57 long. If he's I know, but the there. thing is, you can't make that assumption based on that, in my opinion, because, I mean, it could be an indicator, but I don't think so, because 70 is a non-world weight, so he probably didn't want to go that weight. How? What's his freestyle chops? None. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I don't re- recall him res- wrestling much, if at all, freestyle, so... Um, you know, we saw this this college season and this senior year in high school that he is a bad, bad dude, but not a lot of freestyle experience. So it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be interesting in a way where the top dogs all have significant freestyle experience. Logan Massa, Mark Hall, uh, cadet world champion. Chance Marsteller might have been a cadet world champion if he didn't get hurt. If uh, You know, you he, 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 fi- that world team. he finished fifth. Yeah. Um, Jojo Smith, a vast um, freestyle background. John J. Chavez made uh, multiple world teams. Fox Baldwin, big far, uh, big uh, freestyle background. So how will Nolf, um, wh- what will he be like in a freestyle setting? Now, Andy Rovat, in my preview, I picked Hall over Marsteller. Um, and to be honest, I didn't put a whole heck of a lot of thought in that. I just... You know, that just seemed like it to me, right? So Andy Wilbot hit me up. And he's like, I'll, I'll bet you 100 push-ups that Logan Massa wins this bracket. And look, he, he, he very well could. Uh, he very well could win this bracket. Um, but I don't know, you know. So what's your thoughts on Logan Massa's potential to win this bracket? Well, it, it's kind of for me, which, you know. Let me, let me, uh, before I let you go, let me also say, I haven't seen Logan Massa wrestle in like nine months. So that kind of played into it too, right? I haven't seen him in a while. So kind of out of sight, I don't, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. I don't know where he's at in his training. But he's a he's a, an amazing talent. So go ahead. Watched him here last year and thought, absolutely incredible. He looked amazing. He decimated Ryan Belize. And, uh, but, you know, he comes to Fargo, he doesn't win. He loses to Bleas, and it was a weird match, low scoring, but I didn't see, I thought he was going to wipe the mat with the field, and it didn't happen. So, I just feel like, does he have the size strength at 63 to go with a Mark Hall? It's a, a question, too. Marsta- I mean, those guys are so physical. I know he's got the technical chops, and I know Andy Robat thinks he's, he's ready to go, but it's it's one of those things. I I have a hard time picking against um, uh, against Hall and Marshall. I just think from a talent perspective, 
um, they may have a little more, and, and including their preparation. Um, I don't know. Maybe Massacos. I mean, Rovat knows more than you and I well, combined. Uh, let's be uh, here. I'll just be flat out honest. When you have a bracket like this, like it doesn't matter how much, it doesn't matter how much you watch, right? I, I can I can pretend I, I I can say I'm an expert. I watch a lot of tape and I watch uh, a lot of wrestling in, in high school and the junior division. The the fact of the matter is. I don't know who's going to win this. And if anybody says they do know who's going to win this bracket, I think they're a little out of their mind, you know. Uh, all, all we can do is sit back and watch the fireworks. Yeah, and, and that's going to be the fun part of it, how it how it unfolds. One of these big guns could – they're, they're going to hit early. There's going to be a crazy quarterfinal matchup. You're going to have right. a, a Nolf versus Marstell. You're going to have a, you know – Right, it's one of those brackets that's so deep. Like you would take a certain guy if you saw his road, maybe that yeah. would change your opinion. And it's matchup based, and 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 you don't know. So, um, you know, when Andy Robot says to me, "I got, I got the field. He has Logan Mass, a hundred push-ups. Eh, fine. I'll go. Oh, Let's do it all day. I could, I could, I use you know, a workout anyway. Honestly, maybe I'd take the field against if you get if you got any guy, and I got the field. I i just take the field, right? If you had Hall, I'd take the field. If hey, we're in Vegas. You've been, you've been looking at that sports book. I've been board. looking at the sports book. They got Frank Molinaro minus 100 to win the U.S. Open. That's the golf open, though. Yeah, but there is apparently an F. Molinar that's a golfer. We don't know the full name, but we could have bet on something that's close to Gorilla Hulk, but there were no other wrestlers on there. So we, we got excited for a moment, then we realized it was the golf U.S. Open. I don't know why they would... Uh, we shouldn't allow the golf to have their tournament. So you you guys at home either hit on Twitter or under the. So you got you got Hall. You got Hall. I guess I got Hall. Come on, Make I got play. Hall. I mean that's who I got. All right. Am I going to be surprised if he does that? No, I'm not going to be. surprised. I'm going to go chance, and no, I won't be surprised. Uh, but I, man, come on, I I need chance. Uh, I think chance is going to win, but yeah, I, yeah, I can't say I really know, but you know what? I looked back. Part of me just kind of. I, I don't care who wins, but part of me, I just, I just want to see Chance do well. I so do I. Yeah, I don't because know why. I just do. I, I, don't, I, I, don't I know why. why. I, we want to see Chance do well because Chance hit such this, this pinnacle. He was like this other, this mythical figure, even as a sophomore, junior in high school. And now, no matter how well he does, it's not well enough. And so you kind of just want the fans to get off his back. Yeah, but at the same time, if he gets third, he probably wrestled awesome. I mean, a third would be a respectable finish. In this bracket, absolutely. So uh, maybe what I want to do, I want to shift expectations. Not that I want to lower the expectations for Chance, but you can't victimize him for what he was in high school. Uh, And then you can paint this picture for, well, if he doesn't reach this, then he's this. Just uh, let that, let him develop naturally. Let him him lose matches in redshirt like he did. I mean, every... Everything was a huge story. He, he lost in the room to in a wrestle off to a Chris Koo. It's like, oh, it became this huge thing. It's like, just let him have a natural maturation. Not everyone's going to come in and be amazing. He's going to be really good. Uh, doesn't mean he's going to be a four-time champion. Right. You know, he's in a fight for a starting lineup spot. Actually. On to what a what a group that is oh. at Oklahoma State too. Uh, on to seventy-nine kilograms. The only late addition is a guy I've been talking about a lot. If you've if you've um, seen the big boards over the years, um, my top 
prospect rankings. Um, I always have this guy higher than most other people, and there's little known about him. It's Ryan Christensen uh, from Washington, now at Wisconsin. He entered at 79 kilograms. Um, the, the only really big name also at 79 kilograms is Chandler Rogers. Um, and this is a non-sanctioned weight, so uh, guys maybe avoided this weight class. But uh, Ryan Christensen, Chandler Rogers, I'm really interested to see Christensen just to see where he's at. So he's at Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. Like he, he was a true freshman this year, or no, he will be at Wisconsin? He was in college this year. He redshirted. Okay. Um, he didn't make the redshirt report. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if that was my bad or maybe he didn't do anything. I don't know. I didn't look up his results from this year. Um, on to uh, 84 kilograms. This is saucy. We had uh, Grigo, a kid I like. Uh, he, wa- the, he was in the redshirt report. Grigo at Oregon State uh, out of California. Mitch Sliga, who made a bunch of um, won a bunch of Fargo titles. And then we got three late additions to really bolster this, and it's bolster. three of the biggest names. Bo Nickel, Miles Martin, Zahid Valencia. Potential Miles Zahid Part 3, um, and those were dandies at who's number one and Iron Man. But to me, um, Bo Nickel looks like the favorite. Yeah, I um, think Bo's the, the guy to beat um, in freestyle and, and with his athleticism, I would say, and with... Uh, year in the college room. Yeah, and not just any college room, the Penn State room. Um, I, I do think Sahid could really, he could slow it down. You know, it, it could be, Bo could struggle to get to his offense. Sahid has college-level defense right now and probably has for a couple of years, honestly. And uh, the, the points are going to come, are, are going to be pretty tough to come by against someone like Sahid. Not that Martin's any easier to score on, but Sahid's a, a defensive Free, really, right for his age, Wonderkin. So I, I think point scoring potential. Um, you've got to side with Bo. Yeah, I'm siding with Bo as well. He can, he can well. go big moves. He can attack legs. He's got ducks. He's got he's got a lot. So I think and frankly, a, you know, another factor in in this kind of thing too is you know Zahid and Miles wrestled uh, high school season. Bo wrestled. He's redshirted. He's probably just itching to go out there and like rip somebody's head off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Because he hasn't wrestled since the scuffle. He got hurt at the scuffle, and then I don't think he wrestled after that. So I'm certain he's um, he, he's looking to get back right. Out so that's that. 84, 96. A couple really interesting uh, guys. Some new guys into the field. Um, Preston. Weagle was my pick to win it over Chip Ness before these new guys registered. And uh, so we'll go over them. Chance McClure, Derek White, Anthony Kasser, Jacob Seeley, Marcus Harrington. Uh, Derek White and, and Marcus Harrington were two guys that you had in your redshirt report. And uh, Anthony Kasser is a name that keeps getting brought up yeah. in the Penn State circles. Uh, uh, state champ from New Jersey, but like nobody really knew about him until... Right. Until late, and then he went to Penn State, and you just hear good things coming out of the room about him. Yep, uh, I've heard good things too. So we're both, and I think from different people, so it sounds like he's more than holding his own in a very tough room. Of course, he's going to be he's going to be behind McIntosh next year at 97, but uh, looks like he'll be able to slot in there. And, you know, a lot of guys don't get to start all four years at Penn State. You know, uh, Matt Brown didn't. So, um, but... I'm interested to see him because it's someone you get a little buzz, and I'm not gonna lie. I've never watched a kid wrestle in my life. Mm-hmm. So well, and and again, we would be remiss if we didn't say Kyle Snyder uh, eligible for the juniors wrestling in the seniors. So yeah, so um, so one of these guys 
uh, like I said, with, with whatever weight that was, placeholder for... <laughs> um, 96 kilograms of it. Yeah, no, I'm talking about uh, we, how I said McKenna. They're just oh. a placeholder for McKenna if he decides to go juniors. Same deal, in my opinion. Well, so, you know, the big four are wrestling up except for Pico. Pico. So it's, it's, it's Valencia... McKenna and Snyder all wrestling up. Um, 120, the uh, 120 kilograms, the last, uh, the last weight. Oh Lord! And it was kind of a thin weight. Jesse Webb, Tate Orndorff, Jeremy Sweeney, Jake Scanlon, Nathan Butler from Stanford, uh, who must be really young because he's been out for like two years. I feel like no. He's been in college a couple of years. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he is. But um, yeah, this. Hey, I'm not throwing shade here. This is not a very good weight. Uh, and I, I said that, you know, what <laughs> Brandon Slay tweeted us a couple weeks ago. said, who's going to win 120 kilograms in juniors? And, frankly, I didn't have an answer for him. Well, I said Nick Nevels, but Nevels is injured. But I promise you Nick Nevels wins this weight if he's healthy. Well, but maybe maybe he shows up um, Maybe Madison. he shows up in Madison. We, and, you know, last year's junior world team, I mean, we said it, but Maybe the best junior world team of all time. They placed. They placed six out of eight weights. They medaled. Six. I mean, top three and six out of eight. That's yeah, insane. And Moody got fifth. Moody got fifth, and and Anthony. Anthony, Anthony would have certainly medaled if he didn't get headlocked. Yeah, that's stupid. Oh, he was crushing that kid. But um, yeah, Valencia looks so good there. So yeah, th- what I'm saying is, you don't want to go backwards in your international production maybe that was just an all-time team it's like the 92 dream team in basketball it's just you're never going to have bird and magic and jordan on the same team again maybe it's gonna be like that but i don't want to see a well i'll tell you what though we we have almost everybody back the only the only people we lost were coon and coon dean and gilman well that's i mean to say only well okay that's three medals all right but five five of the eight returning that's pretty darn good yeah yeah, it's good, but it's, uh, I don't know, only, it's nearly half is, are gone. Yeah, I don't know. It's age level, so maybe that is a lot. That's There should be a lot of turnover there since it's, you know, you can only do it till you're or 19 or 20. Right. I, never, I never know the actual age restrictions. Actually, that's one thing I should take the time <laughs> to learn. All right, so we ate up 41 minutes on the juniors. What do you have? What were the developments in the seniors' Christian piles? Um a lot of, of crazy deep weights. 57, just to start it off. I mean, uh, my unseated X-Factors are is almost as ridiculous as the pre-seeds. Nick Simmons, Nathan Tomasello, Joey Dance, Gerard Garnett, and there were some guys I left off there. Um, all unseated, and to go along with Tony Ramos, Matt McDonough, Tyler Who did Garnett? Gans. Garnett just lost at the Northeast Regional somebody. Who yes, was that? He did. Um, Joe, uh, Joey Lazer. But Joey Lazer. 61. We'll get to Joey Lazer in a minute. Um, but man, you could, I could see a scenario where five, maybe six of these guys win. I mean, if Ramos McDonough, t- tell me the one that's crazy. Ramos McDonough, Cologne, Graf, Simmons, Escobedo. If any of those guys won, who, would you bat an eye? No, uh, no. N- no. Well, I mean, actually, I, for me, and this is a guy I actually picked to win last year, so it's funny. How, uh, but Escobedo is the one guy. I don't know if I, I don't know. He's a f- preceded fifth, right? He'd have to go. He'd have to go Cologne and then Ramos, Ramos. and then McDonough or whoever on the uh, on the other side. I I'm really looking to see Tyler Graff, Graff. this week. I think I think he's 
I think he's the he's the guy you got to watch out. His his parterre defense is going to be the question. He was lighting up Andrew Hochstrasser last year here, and he got turned and turned and turned. And then the, a match where he looked amazing on his feet because he's got leg attacks to go with anyone got out of control in a minute. Mm -hmm. So um, I honestly I'm, I'm kind of in the midst of my preview. I don't know. It feels like Ramos is the safe bet. But if he has Cologne in the semis, if he has to go Cologne, if he has to go Hochstrasser, then Cologne. Well, then listen, Hochstrasser's eighth, seated eighth, and he was a finalist last year and very much in the match till he got hurt, right? Right, against Hayeswinkle. So it's like, uh, the, the path for Ramos, the one seed, is not favorable. It's not good for him. No. I mean, it's not. You know there's, what, though? There's not a beneficial path in, in here. Right, it's a great way, and, and uh, but as deep as it is, for me, and, and it goes back to the thing with the Logan Massa not seeing him for a while, and, and uh, the alternative is uh, when you see a guy a lot. Like, I've been seeing Tony Ramos a lot, and he's been getting very good experience, and he's been wrestling top-notch guys. I just feel like Tony Ramos is so darn good right now. Yeah, I, I think he is the safe bet. Haven't seen Tyler Graff in a while. I know he wrestled, shoot, Schultz or Farrell or somewhere. I can't recall where. But he's been in the mix. Cologne, he did, just did an overseas trip. Notched a pretty nice win over, I think, Dukov. So, man, they're, they're all right there. So your preview, your, your preview going to come out in the morning? Is that what's going to happen? Lord willing. Lord willing. You stay out of that casino, Christian Piles. I will. I will. You, you stay out of that casino, you get this preview done for morning for all the world to see. I'm thinking a three-team teaser. Sorry, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask you really your pick there because yeah. it'll come out in the preview. Joey Dance. <laughs> 61, Coleman Scott, Reese Humphrey, Joey McKenna is the preceded number three. Brewer, Hutter, BB, uh, Alan Moore's eighth. What do you got here? Oh, you got X Factors here too. Yeah, so the the unseated X Factors here, um, Kendrick Maple, Michael Mangrum, and Joey Laser. La and Laser, if you had told me, um, literally like a week or two ago, um, that Joey, Joey Laser was going to light up Jared Garnett, that Joey Laser was going to be a thing in freestyle, I said I would have said no. I mean, and and it's not anything. It's Joey Laser. It was the style he wrestled in, in college was, was funky, this wide open, funky. I mean, he's an amazing scrambler, rolling across his back on top. Uh, you know, and anytime you see that, and that was the thing with Askren. Anytime you see that, your initial gut reaction is. Not going to be not going to translate. Not, not a good transition, but I'm interested at, at the very least. I think he's someone that's formidable. I know he can put a match away because um, he's a, he's a pinner and he's dangerous. But uh, for me, thoughts I, on thoughts on Maple. Maple is another. I mean, haven't seen him wrestle in so long. Haven't seen him wrestle folk style in four or five years. Um, free, free freestyle. Excuse me. Uh, I don't know what he's got, but I know at 61. He's going to be have a, a physical advantage uh, potentially over the entire field. Um, so he's dangerous, yeah, but it, it feels like Coleman, Reese, and Joey are a cut above. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, differentiating between those three, I, I don't know. All right, let me just ask you this. Do it. Coleman Scott's in the finals of the top bracket. Let's say let's say it plays out the seed. Coleman Scott's in the finals of. Do I want to do this right now? Coleman Scott's in the finals of the top bracket. Reese Humphrey, Joey McKenna are in the semis of the bottom bracket. What happens? Uh, I think I think Joey can beat anyone, but I think Reese is a bad matchup for him. I don't think he's going to give up the turns that um, that I think Joey's going to need to get the match. I don't think he's going to get the takedowns 
that Joey's going to need to win the match. And, and yeah, I, I said this somewhere. I forget. I just remember typing it. That McKenna, or Humphrey's given up turns. He's given up gut wrenches before last year. But is it 65 against Metcalf? Uh, I don't recall him getting turned much at 60 or 61. So I think Humphrey gets it done there. But uh, in a year or two, it's probably going to be McKenna. This is a potential changing of the guard situation. It's just maybe a not yet. Yeah. And, you know, Joey, <laughs> how long can he continue to make 60-61? been doing it for so long. Yeah, I think. He's been at the same kind of wheelhouse for so long. You know, it's funny. I looked back. Uh, you know what weight Chance Marsteller wrestled at the 2012 Cadet Worlds? 2012 Cadet Worlds. Um, same way he's wrestling now. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, 74. Same way he's wrestling now. So. Yep. So uh, moving on, 65 weight. Everyone's talking about, of course, the pre-seeds had Pico. He's not going to be in there. But Metcalf, Oliver, Molinero, Kennedy, Steber, Chamberlain, Russell, and then um, that, those those are the main contenders. Those and the, the finals guys. here last year, Metcalf wasn't here, right? Well, yeah, he was. He, he was. He went unscored upon thirty nine. He he outscored the field thirty nine to zero. He what was the? Points. Okay, that's right. So he beat Russell in the finals, right? And, he, and Russell beat Oliver. Right. Is that how it went and, down? And Metcalf beat Humphrey in the semi tech dumps. He just ran rough shot mm -hmm. over this entire field. It was, and um, I, I think it happens again. I think I think Metcalf wins again. He's a tough guy to pick against. Um, you know what? You know what I'm thinking about? You know, I'm thinking uh, you take out Pika, that makes Russell the seven. That makes Oliver Russell a quarter. That's crazy. Wow! If you're for Jordan Oliver, you're not thrilled about that, even though he's a competitor. Well, you're not. If <laughs> Jordan's missed weight a bunch, if Jordan's somewhere right now hurting. Yeah. Hopefully that because that means he's probably close to weight. Um, but yeah. I, Dude, Oliver Russell, that's that's interesting. It's one of those things. Russell's beat him a couple times, too. He beat him in the U.S. Open Finals in 13, I guess. Yes. Was. Yep, so that's right. It's, a, you know, styles make fights. It's a matchup thing. Um, so loaded. Metcalf, Oliver, Molinaro, Kennedy, Steber, Chamberlain, Russell. And then you have two guys down here. Want to talk about them a little bit? Marion. Marion and Ness. They're just two guys that kind of jumped out. I just don't see either of them making any kind of meaningful impact on this. I haven't seen Montel Marion Russell. Not with the he, depth of this, huh? No. No, I don't see any. I don't see it's not like there's not a Kendrick Maple there. There's not a Nick Simmons level guy. I as, as an X Factor. Right. <laughs> okay, s moving on to 70 kilograms. Nick Marable, Dustin Slater had a close one at the Schultz. 1-1. One, one. Other yeah. guys in this weight. James Green, Jason Welch. Uh, talk about 70 kilograms. Um, I, I don't know what to say other than Marable's the guy, and I don't I don't know how he gets unseated. I, I do want to see. Uh, I cannot drain. wait. I'll tell you what. If there's a single individual that I am gonna make sure I see in like round one, round two, uh -huh. I cannot wait to watch Dustin Schlater just to see where he's at. Yeah. Because frankly, when he did wrestle at the Schultz, I didn't really get to watch much of it. Uh, and uh, the, so I, the Pan Ams, the, the competition did not look. Right, he like teched everybody, right? It was just like. And so, how much do you really take away from that? And so, I, I I'm a, I'm a kind of person too, or maybe because I'm spoiled and get to go to a lot of events. I, I learn so much more by being Matt side than I do on, on, on tele. Really? I'm yeah, I like, totally I like different. to see body language. I like this. I don't well, know. I do too. I like that too. But I like, I like rewinding. <laughs> and watching like well, the setup Yeah, but again. you can always go back and do that then. That's true. That's true. 
Okay, so you're taking you're saying Marable, and yeah. you don't think he'll have a a tough. Well, I mean, a Marable Slater final. Yeah. You got uh, Slater over. No, that's that's a thing. Do you have Slater over Green? Uh, that's what I don't know. That's what I've been thinking about. I'm not sure. I know that I hear that Slater and Marable are very similar, and Green's just not going to beat Nick Marable. I just don't think he can. So maybe I should apply that same logic to Slater. So I think Slater wins, and then I think Marable finds a way. You don't think Green can beat Slater? Here's what I'm saying. I find Marable and Slater to be extremely similar. Mm-hmm. And okay. for, for, for that reason... And knowing the matchup for Green and Marable, I'm applying it to Schlater. Uh, and mm-hmm. Green. So that's how I, I that's how I reached that conclusion. That could be proven. So there could be a bigger difference between those two than I'm realizing. Okay, let's. I, I mean, Schlater's. That's the guy I'm looking forward to seeing, man. I'm mad at this seed. 74. How are you going to seed Colt Sponseller over Tyler Caldwell? Don't. Give me the 7-7 win, Richard Immel. I don't care about that. Tyler Caldwell is a freaking university world champion. He's a Pan Am champion. What? The, I have nothing in the world against Colt Sponsor, but if you're stacking up Wait, resume, how about this, though? How about this? And then Miller, How about this? So, they, so where is Richard? Is Richard Immel here? Get him over here. How do you seed... How do you see Sponsor over Caldwell for his 7-7 win, but Caldwell over Ian Miller... Who got planted twice? Come on, uh, I think Caldwell should be the three. So, I think he's the clear three. Right. And we're set up for like Taylor, Taylor Caldwell part five thousand. Right. And I'm, it's I'm not really, it's not interesting. You know what is interesting? How yeah. how Caldwell? But you know what? Oh, hey, let's say this. You know what's interesting? Anthony Valencia. No. What? Miller Caldwell quarter. That's gonna happen. Miller Caldwell quarter. I don't want to see that. You don't want to see that. I don't want to see that because the winner do gets you, David Taylor. Do you use drugs? Okay, I okay, I do. Wanna, want, he bombed him twice. You don't want to watch that again. Okay, do you think, is that going to happen again? Oh you don't want to see the adjustments. Christian there? Piles. Listen, yes, I would like to see it. I'm but, outraged. But that means that means that the winner gets David Taylor, and I just saw that a million times. I want to see. I want to see Ian Miller wrestle David Taylor. That's incredible. Okay, so then let Ian Miller go through uh, Colt Sponsor to do so. Not, and I want to see how Caldwell. You do? Yes. We've seen, we've seen that one a couple times. Uh, that was, I'm going to put it out there, it's insanely boring. Okay, um, I want to see. You, okay, so Willie Saylor wants to see how Caldwell, but not Miller Caldwell or Miller Taylor. That's the, the hierarchy for Willie Saylor. Let, let me know if I'm... <laughs> Missing something here. You would rather watch How and Caldwell hand fight for. No, I, I think it's about earning it. I think it's about earning okay, it, and well, I think that we're Caldwell. Talking, we're talking aesthetics here. Talking about oh, I'm, what do you want to see? I'm, I want to see the bracket set up the way it's fairest. Okay, well, me too. But you know what? I'm I'm trying to look at this thing. I think Caldwell. I think Caldwell has done enough that he should have to go through Andrew Howe to get through the finals, and not David Taylor. That. I agree with percent one thousand. All right, now Anthony Valencia's what's he going to do? Chances here? in this bracket. I mean, what do you see him Chance. doing? He's going to have Andrew Howe in the quarters. That's not good. Um, but, but it's like one of these like it's like your, your initial record is no way, and then you think. It's do like, blast doubles work against a wall? Can you blast yeah, can double you blast a wall? Blast double wall. Um, come tweet at us. Let us know if you can actually blast up because Andrew Howe is a wall. Uh, 
maybe it could happen. Maybe it could. I mean, we saw we saw Valencia and we, we referenced this match, and maybe we referenced it too much. I'm not saying that, that that's all Anthony Valencia has, but uh, that's what's beautiful about watching him wrestle is that blast double. And you think Anthony Valencia, you think double, you think Andrew Howe, you think of a stone wall. Yeah. Um, that's going to be an awesome quarter. But I, I just think, the, uh, I'm not sure if Valencia is there physically yet to wrestle with. I mean, a matchup like like Howe is really tough. Or a Caldwell, oh, no. it's really oh, no. tough. Um, I, I, I said this in uh, something. I don't know. I typed it somewhere. <laughs> Taylor Taylor and Valencia, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Valencia got a takedown in that match. Just because yeah. Taylor will give up a takedown. He just doesn't care. He's going to score 15 points. Well, they're not. They're on the opposite side of the brackets. But anyway. But you never know. Hey, listen. We got... We got four minutes All right, we're going and three weights. Two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. 86 Omaha. kilograms go. Ruth, Gavin, Perry, Foster, Perry, Wynn, Keddy, Reeder, Trotman, Herbert's a 10 seed. Herbert's 10 seed. That makes sense. Thanks, Richard. Uh, then you have Quentin Wright. This way is loaded. It's crazy. Patrick Downey, junior world silver medalist, kind of under the radar. Nate Brown, LVAC is going to be there. This is a crazy weight. Um, so much talent here. But I'm going with Ed. Ed over Reeder in the quarters? That's uh -huh. a that's a fun matchup, isn't it? Yeah, that's an amazing matchup. Ten seven. Herbert would have Keddy in the quarters, Gavin in the semis. Wow, that's not a bad. Well, we've seen Herbert Keddy before. That was not a thing. Oh Her no. Herbert ate his lunch, and then um, Gavin. He's done well against Gavin. Herbert Herbert's draw for the ten is not even bad. He could very actually no. That's uh, that would be Herbert Gavin would be. What would that be? That wouldn't even be a that would be a quarter. You're right. That would be a quarter. Then you'd have Perry. Okay, so now it gets harder. That's like four straight really tough matches. Um, yeah, I don't I, know why Herbert's I, a ten. Anyway, all right. So you're picking Ed. You're staying at Ed. Yeah, I go with Ed. Okay, 97 kilograms. Varner, Byers, Kilgore, Bergman, Hollick, Snyder. Yeah. Um, Jared, Jaden Cox. Yeah, Jaden's in here. That he's interesting. J uh, Jared Trice. Down. Is that 213? Yeah, baby. He's not a doughboy? He's not a doughboy. He's just, I don't know. No, I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, so he might be an X Factor here. Um, but That's going to be interesting. Yeah. How the hell did that happen? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, I'm excited to see. He's going to be a much more of a threat here than he was at 125. Um, but it's Varner all day. Varner. Var nobody can. He's. But you know what? Someone said this. This could be not true at all. But someone said that. Varner's never beaten Bergman. Is that true? Mm, I don't know. I mean, that would be a quarter. If Bergman can beat Mahalik, that would I be a semi. Varner. A semi, right? I don't know if that's because uh, Mahalik pinned Bergman. Uh, Mahalik's damn good, man. I would say he's darn good. <laughs> but I mean, JD's good, good too. I'm just saying, Mahalik's there. I think. Yeah, but the the. The storyline here is Snyder because Varner is a foregone conclusion. All right, so Snyder, Snyder Snyder would get Kilgore in the quarters. I think he beats Kilgore. And then he would have Byers. That's an interesting match. I think it's feasible he, he goes through this bracket. I think it's feasible. You think it's feasible that, that Kyle Snyder makes the finals? Wow, imagine that. Do you think it's feasible? Yeah. I mean, with the draw. For real. All right, one, one, we got to do the 125. All right. We got two minutes to go. We're in the two-minute drill. Omaha. Um, Can anybody beat Turvell? No, uh, but he will have the winner of Bradley this, and Gwiz. This is that's a crazy Bradley Gwiz top five quarter. Really awesome. damn good. I can't wait to watch Bra Bradley Gwiz again. Their World Team Trials 
match was crazy last year. Oh, that year. was awesome. Crazy, crazy, crazy comeback. Um, I feel like Dom is – people are sleeping on Dom. That's why he was in my sleepers. It's like this is the last American to beat Tavel Delagnev. Let's, let's remember that. It hasn't happened from anyone else in the last how many years? I like I, I like all of these these matches. I like Bradley Gwiz. I like Fortune Ray. I can't wait to see Fortune and Ray. I can wait. I can wait a long time because there's not going to be hardly any points scored. I love. Stop. Uh, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to stand next you, to you. What do you mean there was a? Do you remember the throws last time? Maybe I'm thinking of a different match, but I thought they wrestled last time and it was like a one. There was bombs, dude. It might that might have been two years ago. It might have been thirteen. I don't know. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, my interest has peaked. I'm, I may be thinking of a different match. All right, so I think uh, everybody. Any X factors here at 125? Uh, uh, only, I mean, no. Chad Hankey. No. Chad Hankey. Really. Chad Hankey's pretty good. Uh, oh, what? Hey, hold, hold the phone. I know what you're going to say. Adam Kuhn. Okay, couple Greco notes. Adam Kuhn is going to wrestle both styles, right? Yeah. Okay, he's wrestling both styles. Uh, Christian's really interested to see how he does against. Uh, the guy who has had a stranglehold on 130 kilograms, Little Robbie Smith. Robbie Smith. Uh, Christian's really looking forward to see if that happens. And Mango on Mango Crime. The uh, one and two seeds at 59 kilograms. Greco. Brother uh, against brother. It's a civil war. Did I tell you about this? Did I tell you who my pick is there? Ryan. That's right. And when I asked why, you said he's a better wrestler. <laughs> yes, which, I did. Which is, which is a which yes, I did. I I'm did. going on record. I'm saying Ryan Mango is going to win. All right, we are out of time. We plowed through this one one hour. So here's the deal: we're not going to have another one of these till next week when we're back. And I don't even know when that's going to happen because I'm traveling to Austin Monday. It's all crazy. Don't worry about my schedule. We will make sure you know when we're going to do this again. But tomorrow starts U.S. Open. We got veterans. We got Western Juniors. And then, oh, yeah, Bader is going to wrestle on Thursday. You don't want to miss Bader's that. Bader's going to be here, so we have to work out with him. Yeah, let's do, do it. Let's do it. Let's get him ready. So we're out of time. For Willie Saylor, I'm Christian Piles. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next time.